Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second special show for Main Menu from the 2014 ACB Conference and Convention. I'm Chase Crispin, Main Menu Executive Producer, here to introduce the show to you. Today, we're going to be hearing from a few different vendors announcing some exciting new products, exciting updates, and some special pricing from the convention. We're going to begin by hearing from Jeff Bishop in the exhibit hall of the ACB Convention, and Jeff will be speaking with a representative from Baum. And they are going to be discussing the new Vario Ultra Braille display and note taker from Baum. This is a very high quality Braille display that includes a lot of note taking functions and is a really exciting product that's just about to be released. So you'll get to hear a very extensive interview with Baum as well as a demo of this display. And we look forward to bringing you a demo of the product once it is released here at the end of the month as well. We'll next hear from Main Menu staff member Tim Cummings, who's doing an interview with Jonathan Mosen from Freedom Scientific, and you'll get to hear a little bit about what's new at Freedom Scientific, including a couple teasers for what's new in JAWS version 16 that'll be coming out here in just a couple of months. We'll next hear from Jeff Bishop again in the exhibit hall, and he's going to be speaking with a representative from Vices Technologies all about their new accessibility solution for Android phones that's available on a monthly basis to Verizon Wireless customers. We're going to end the show with an interview from Brian McAllen with a representative from Verizon, and we'll hear about everything Verizon is doing with all of their products, from their Verizon wireless cell phones to their cable TV option. We'll get to hear everything that's going on at Verizon and how accessibility relates to what they are doing. We hope you enjoy the second part of our convention coverage. We have a few more of these shows coming, so stay tuned in the next couple of days and over the next week as we bring you the rest of the main menu exclusive coverage from the 2014 ACB Conference and Convention in Las Vegas, Nevada. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Bishop with ACB Radio, and I'm here at the Bomb USA booth, and I'm speaking to David Bradburn. Hello, David. Hey there, Jeff. Good morning. How are you? I, I am doing well. I have this really interesting new display here sitting right in front of me, and I thought maybe we could get David to tell us all about it. Great. Well, thanks, Jeff. Um, and yes, to your listeners, uh, the device actually that Jeff has in his hands is the new Vario Ultra. And uh, we actually have two different sizes, a 20-cell version, which is the one Jeff is using right now. Mm -hmm. And we also have a 40-cell version, which is directly behind it. And Jeff, I'll swap that for you in a moment so you get a chance to see both of them. Great. Okay. Um, so what can I tell you about the device? Well, of course, it is brand new. We actually just launched it this month. And um, it is both a Braille display, but it's also a Braille display with a difference. Here, here are the two differences. The first thing is that there is a switch on the left side of the device that switches this between Braille display mode and Braille note taker mode. And there are then a suite of applications on this device, such as a word processor, a spreadsheet viewer, a PDF viewer, uh, a scientific calculator, and, and some other smaller um, kind of minor applications as well. Mm -hmm. When you're in Braille display mode, this is where it gets really fun. In Braille display mode, Vario Ultra is unique in that it can connect simultaneously with up to five devices and remain connected to them. Wow, that's uh, that's really amazing. I mean, I only know of one other keyboard product that does something similar to this. 
Yes, so the, um, in fact, the, uh, the connections, it's got one USB and four Bluetooth. So uh, when you are connecting anyway, you have the ability to switch between them on the fly. So, for example, on the front of the, de the device, Jeff, if I could uh, just direct you to the device. Mm -hmm. So, bringing your hand towards you, you've got, well, you have the keys, of course, at the back, keep Sure, of course. Bring your hands towards you, you your fingers will touch, first of all, the cursor routing right, buttons. Right, these are the, the routing buttons that you normally see on most braille displays. Exactly. And then bring your fingers further towards you again, towards, uh -huh. towards you. Right, this is the braille display here. Right, and then below the braille display, you'll have two thumb keys. Okay, yes, in I between, see them. So let me tell you about this area. So in between the thumb keys is a what we call the navy stick. Okay. So the navy stick is a five-way yes. is a, is a five switch that allows mm -hmm. you to go left, right, up, and down. And it has a, so you can click. You can also press in. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it acts like an little dot in the center. Exactly. Right. Now, to the left of the left thumb key, we have two system keys, S1, S2. Yep. And on the right, you've got S3, S4. S4. Okay. So in the Braille display mode anyway, um, you would hold the S2 key down, and with that held down, you would simply tap uh, Braille dots 4, 5, 6, or 8 to alternate between the four channels of Bluetooth. Okay, yes, okay. Or dot 1 to get to the USB device. All right. All right? Uh-huh. So right now, uh, Jeff, since I'm upside down and sighted, I do read Braille, but I have to read by sight when it's facing me the right way up. So why don't you do us the honors and read that Braille display and tell us what's on there right now. Okay, so there's uh, MI and then W and then uh, word processor. Perfect. So I'm um, glad to see your Braille skills have, uh, have withstood the, uh, the conference there, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so, as long as you didn't throw 8.braille in there, which sometimes no, messes me though, up. Though we do have that option. Oh, of, course, oh, of course you do. Yeah. So, so in fact, the MI stands for menu item. Okay. And then you've got the name, the, 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 the short the letter, letter the, uh -huh. and then the name of the application. Got so it. In this okay, case, yes. Word processor. Right. So using that navy stick, Jeff, tap the bottom of it to go down. Down a line. All right, let's see here. And okay. then tell us what you see. Okay, I see uh, a C. Yep. And uh, and then there's PDF document and then viewer, right. I assume here. It is. So, yes. so in interestingly, you already went ahead and hit one of the display buttons to advance the display. Uh, I so did, yes. I'm glad to see that that, that intuitive that, um, that, that, that design is. That technology is still works. Yes. Good <laughs> Very good. So, in any event, you're in a vertical list in this menu structure, Jeff. And okay. just by going up or down with the main, with that navy stick will take you, you'll you'll go full circle eventually right. and come back to word processing. So we have spreadsheets, which mm -hmm. is X. Yep. And then we have a calculator, yep. which is also C, by the way. That, um, not too sure why that is. Because actually, I think the, the PDF should be Oops. X, but... Um, and then you have uh, timers. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. And a file manager. Yep. Settings. And settings, yes. And then help, I think. Oh, help, yes. H for help. And then back to word processing. Yes, correct. So just a couple of things to tell you about those apps. The Excel viewer actually is one that's of, of interest to a lot of people. Um, Absolutely. It, it basically allows you to open an XLS or an XLSX file. Okay. You, you can read cell by cell, or you can read uh, by row or by column. Oh, when, great. When you're reading cell by cell, there's actually um, special symbols that are used to indicate if the cell has, for example, a comment um, attached to that cell. You're able to then go row by row by row. If you do that, all of the cells on that row are presented to you in a list, so you can then go cell by cell on that row. If you go column by column, the same is true. 
you are also able to switch between worksheets in the Excel file as well. Oh, great. Now, right. what, what about column uh, labels and column headers? So, you can, so row, those, row headers those of that. course, are shown. That would be actually part of the, the, the header information is, in fact, shown when you're reading cell by cell. Okay. So, it will tell you, for example, the, um, the coordinates of the cell. It will indicate with a symbol whether there is a comment on that cell. And, of course, it will also tell you what the, it can also, you can tell it to, it can also tell you what the column and row um, information is as far as the header or uh, labels. That yes, of course. Right. Okay. Now, when you're in the word processor, this application is used for opening doc or docx files. Okay. You can also use it, however, to open up BRF files, uh, oh, wow. RTF okay. files, and TXT files. Excellent. The viewer for PDFs is, of course, then used for PDF files. And just something very quick to say about that. Yeah, I had we'll, some we'll, questions we, about that. We will, we will do um, as good a job as the best screen reader out there when it comes to reading uh, a PDF document to you. Great. Which means okay. that we're also uh, as capable as the best screen readers out there when it comes to uh, inaccessible PDFs, which yeah. means that <laughs> if, if someone has, has committed the cardinal sin of creating a PDF uh, image, PDF, image view, yeah. like the types that you sometimes get when bills come from certain utility exactly. companies, uh -huh. which will yes. remain nameless. Yes, yes, yes. Unfortunately, we can't do much with those either. Right. So, um, so it has to be a tagged one. PDF or at least a, a PDF with text. Correct. That's right. exactly okay. right. Yeah. That's kind of where I was... Uh, however, once you've questions. opened up your PDF files or your Excel files, mm -hmm. you do have the ability to copy those files and uh, you can copy from them and paste into a document. You can oh, also great. save as a, uh, a text file if you wish as well. Okay. So great. at least thereafter, you could have that information that uh, you know just save it in any other format. Oh, that's great. Now, what's the battery life on this unit? So the battery life presently, and I say presently because um, it's it's actually improved during um, the kind of pre-production phase. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's about twelve hours right now, and that's that's the kind of a pretty kind of good case scenario. So that assumes, of course, that you are connected to different devices and you are using this device continuously. Right. Okay. Um, you, you. So you should be able to get a really good full day out of it. I don't see any reason why. Yeah. I mean. So yeah. and 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 let me segue into charging. So you can. Well, there are actually uh, on the left hand side, Jeff, of this device. Yes. From the back of the device, there's mm -hmm. two USB ports. I see them. And then two switches. I'm going to describe what those four things are. The first USB port is a standard uh, Type A USB port into which you could plug a USB stick. Right. Uh, so, for, I see that. so that you will not find an SD card slot on this device. So okay. we we use the more universally available um, USB. Mm -hmm. the, the the next port then is a micro USB. Yep. And you use that for both connecting to a USB charger, but you also use it for connecting to a computer. So you'd be okay. connecting to a computer for, for a couple of reasons. One, because maybe you want to use Braille it in display. conjunction as a Braille display, exactly, with your screen reader. But you can also use Vario Ultra as an external drive. So when it attaches to your device, even if you're using it with a screen reader, the storage of this device will appear as a drive external letter. drive on your in Windows Explorer or Finder on a Mac. Very nice. Oh, you're on the Mac. On the Mac, too. Oh. And Linux also, by the way. Oh, very good. Uh, the other supported uh, operating systems are Android and iOS. Not for storage. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah, just for the Braille display. Well. Okay. <laughs> I was no, like, no, wow, no. storage. Wow, how'd you so, do yeah. that? Yeah, that would be, that, <laughs> that would be amazing. Now, we are, that said, by the way, we are actually kind of working 
on a uh, on an application which will allow you to. We can't do this right this second, but we hope to have this later on this year, where you'll have the ability copy to over copy Bluetooth. from one device and paste to another over Bluetooth. Oh, that would be great. So we're we're looking forward to introducing that later on. That would be great. The other thing I wanted to mention, though, when you do have this on your computer and you're using this as an external drive, mm -hmm. so then you're just using regular copy and paste commands to yeah, Control C, to, Control V, Command exactly. C, Command yeah. So you can and you can do that not only with files but with folders. Oh, great! And, okay, uh, you know, you can, I say drag, but you can basically copy entire folders uh, into the into the device Excellent. or from it. So even for backing up, it's um, it's pretty straightforward. Okay. Now the two switches that follow. Yes, Jeff, I was just going to ask you so about these. So these are slider switches. The one, the first one you come to after the USB drives is to switch between Braille note taker mode, which you're in now. If you slide that switch towards you, then go into Braille display mode. So then that's where we we can then switch to between our different uh, paired devices. Got it. And then the next switch that's closest to you is the device lock. So there's nothing oh, okay. more infuriating than traveling oh, yes. along and uh, this device is maybe in a bag or something and it's switched on by mistake. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, it's nice that you you have it sort of tucked away right. here, so can't necessarily get bumped. No, indeed. And the yeah. same is true, by the way, of the power button, which is on the right side of the device. It's towards the front and it's pretty, it's also kind of somewhat concealed. So you yeah, really see can't, that. You can't tap it by mistake. Right. It's, yep. uh, it's nice good. and concealed. And then the other thing that I would say to you, Jeff, I'm going to lift the device up slightly so that you can feel that on the left and right front corners of the device uh -huh. are two anchor points. That's where the carry strap is attached. Okay, very good. Shoulder strap, if you yep. will. All right. Yep. Uh, other than that, the carry case itself, I'm going to close this device. Uh, the, the carry case, I should say. It closes with magnets. Oh, very nice. So there are two magnets here on the 20 cell version. Uh -huh. There's an extra one on the 40. Okay. Speaking of 40, is it, is it heavy? Let me see. No, no it's filler. wow, it's very, very light. So this this Vario Ultra 20 is lighter than a certain 14 cell Braille display product I could mention. Ah, uh, yes. Uh huh. Um, let me hand you the 40 cell and feel how heavy this one is. Oh, it's very light as well. So the 40 cell is lighter not only than any other 40 cell display product in the market, it's lighter than any 32 cell product in the market. Yeah, it's really light. And that includes our own Vario Connect devices, which uh, this device uh, replaces. And of course, this has really, really crisp Braille. I mean, it, of course, you guys are historically known for this. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's true. People do um, do compliment uh, the Baum displays on the Braille. Oh, they, oh your uh, Braille really displays like are way, amazing. They like the way that it, uh, it, it feels as they're reading. Yep, um, very crisp. The other thing that people also are telling us that they like are is the feel of the keyboard as they're typing. Mm -hmm. and, and, and Jeff, something to say about this, this keyboard. So a lot of Braille displays, well, frankly, Braille keyboards, will require your hands to be com completely parallel to each other, which over time can be really tiring. Sure. The Baum keyboard, and I, and I don't know that it's the only one that's shaped this way, are more ergonomic, so the keyboard has a curvature to it. Let me put this so down So I'm going to hold the microphone for you. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So that you can actually place both of your hands. So if you just turn your hands out a little bit in both cases, okay. I'm going to orient you so that you are then on dots one and four. Okay. So you can actually kind of lower your, your wrists a little bit. Oh yeah, that's, so a, that's very comfortable. It's a lot more comfortable now. Yeah. So the, the palms of your hand really are almost resting on the table as they appear to be uh, right now. They are. Your thumbs, meanwhile, are nicely placed close to the thumb keys. Yes, I see that. So in the Braille note taker mode, the right thumb key is the space bar. The left mm -hmm. thumb key is like command key. 
so often if you're reading through the documentation for the Vario Ultra, you might you might see us writing, for example, B9 plus something. Right. Uh -huh. So it just simply means hold that left uh, thumb key down and then enter the following Braille dots. Right. Uh, if you are in Braille display mode, however, they both act as a spacebar. Okay. And the other thing just to say, since we're talking about keys right now, and this is something we're, we're very much hoping will be ready by the time the product ships later this month, but uh, if not, it'll be very soon after, is the key mapping feature, which will allow you to reprogram uh, buttons on the device. So if you are a left-hand dominant Braille reader versus right-hand dominant, or maybe you're one of the lucky few that read with both hands, uh, you will be able to reverse some of the keys on the device so that, for example, instead of pressing one, the right side um, navigation key to advance the display forward, you might reverse it and make it the other way. If you're reading with your right hand, you'll press the button with your left. Excellent. Yeah. So that's coming yeah. soon. Because yeah, people, then that way you can even flip this around and stuff too. Precisely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very, very good. And that will be a firmware change? Uh, so it's, it's essentially just a software update. So let me speak about that because that's something that we're really proud of. It's yeah, very, very I'm simple to do. i about updates. So. Yep. So updates are always free. And what happens is the update, which will be available uh, as downloads from our website, or you can just email you the file. Okay. It's a zip file. You, you take the zip file, you put it on a USB stick. Mm -hmm. And with that, that um, USB stick, you put it in this device. And then what you do is you hold dots seven and eight, and you press um, D three and six. Those are the lower navigation buttons on the okay, left and yes. right of the display. Uh -huh. You press those four things simultaneously. The device will beep at you. It will reboot itself. It will then, and you'll know this by the way, because there'll be a row of dots seven and eights going across. That's our progress monitor. Okay, all right. Progress bar. So they'll flick around like. They will. Yeah. Once it gets to the end. They'll, they'll go, just for people who couldn't see what I was doing, Sorry. they'll move across the display Precisely. and back and forth, right? That's right. Yeah. And then once that's done, a row of, I guess you'd think of it as, um, it's basically a, a number seven, right? A row of seven, so uh, it's okay. a, a lowercase g or a lower right. g. Yes. Will go across. That's where the software is being installed, and after that it will reboot, beep, Vario Ultra 20 or 40 will appear in the Braille display, and soon after that it'll be back to normal. That mm. process takes about a minute and a half to two minutes, depending wow, on what's great. going on. Fast. And so it is very fast, and you are updated, my friend. That's it. Very easy. And Ooh. so we, we're very happy because that's something that the you know the users can do on their own. Right. Now, what screen readers do you support? So, by the time we ship at the end of this month, we we can safely say that we support Jaws, Window Eyes, NVDA, and Cobra, which is a screen reader from Baum. Yep, of course. And we are also working um, with the folks at Ceratex, so we can also support their screen reader. Um, Good. Okay. As well. System access. Correct. Yep. Great. Okay. And on the Mac side, of course, you support voiceover. Forgive me for uh, I'm a Mac user. How could I? <laughs> yes. So yes, we we very much support voiceover on both the uh, the Mac and on the uh, the mobile devices, the iPhone, the iPad, and so forth. Oh, that's great. Okay. Uh, and so, can I tell you about the price? Yes, please do. That's so, where I was going next. Yeah. So the 20 cell version uh, retails for two thousand three hundred and ninety-five dollars. Okay. And the 40 cell version retails for three thousand three hundred and ninety-five dollars. Well, you know. That's surprising that it's only a thousand more, considering you're getting twice as many cells. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good price. And um, let me add that both both versions come with a two-year uh, manufacturer's warranty. Okay, can that be extended? It can. So we do an extended annual contract. It's three hundred and forty-nine dollars a year for the twenty cell, 
it's $449 a year for the 40 cell, and that price includes a, um, an annual uh, cleaning of the Braille display. Oh, so, that's great. And, and we do that with round-trip round shipping, so you really don't have to worry about anything else other than paying that, and of course that wouldn't take effect until the end of the two-year um, standard warranty. Right. Uh, the repairs, of course, uh, to the extent they are needed, are done here in the USA. We're based actually in the Boston area, so repairs are done here. Yeah, that's great. Okay, well, th this is a, a very, very exciting, and it looks like you guys are really working hard to drive down the prices on not only Braille displays, but even note takers. Indeed. Yeah, so we're, uh, you know, we're very happy with the device, Jeff, and uh, you know, one thing that we didn't say before that I think listeners should, uh, should know, these devices also look like a million dollars. You know, that's very interesting you bring that up. I was listening to a podcast uh, while I was laying in bed last night, actually. Mm. <laughs> Funny how that works. But uh, I tend to do that to fall asleep. Sure. And one of the uh, people on the Mac Accessibility podcast mm. was talking all about this Braille display. And she says, it, it looks like an Apple product. You know, it does, and yeah, it's uh, all shiny, and it, it is. It's it's forged from aluminum. It's brushed aluminum, just yeah. like a MacBook or a MacBook Air. Exactly, or Pro. it feels like a Mac. It, and you know what? If you put it alongside a Mac, someone would absolutely believe that there should be an <laughs> Apple logo in the upper right corner. Or wow, something that's great stuff. It really does look great. the The industrial design of Baum is legendary. Yes, absolutely. And this is a device that, you know, it's not just a rectangle brick. This no. is something that looks. It feels nice. It has nice angles to it. Yes. The as I I know you can you can feel this yourself, Jeff. But that brushed aluminum has a very nice feel to it. Oh, it you, does absolutely. It, it feels it. like my, like my work MacBook Pro. Yep. And we yeah. actually keep we keep this display out of the carry case so that people get that full effect because obviously when it's protected. It's almost like putting a, um, a frame around your iPhone, right? Yeah, I was just going to say, it's kind of like Apple, you know, not putting iPhones in cases. Exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, we, you know we do it because we want these these things to last for a long time, but Absolutely. We, it does hide some of the beauty of the product. Sure. But, um, and it's really rugged, right? So it can it take is, a beating in a backpack. It, it, or... it is. It's very robust, um, you know, by virtue of it being made from aluminum. But that's also one of the reasons, by the way, the device is so light. Right. But, but it's nice that you provide a case. Yes, it is included. Uh, and it looks to be, right, and it looks to be a very durable you know, well-constructed case as well. Indeed. Yeah, yes. very, very nice. Right. Very, very neat. So, now, is there a lot of memory in this? Like, did we see yeah, so we didn't opportunity for expansion so, for this? So, right now, this this device in front of you has 16 gigabyte of internal storage. Okay. And to put that in perspective, bear in mind that compared to, say, our Pronto note taker, which has 32 gigabyte, uh, that device, though, supports audio files like DAISY files and MP3 files and things. This doesn't have a loudspeaker. This does not have speech. Right. right. So, I, yeah, I was wondering. So, yeah. so actually, 16 gigabyte for um, for files that are not audio files and the like is actually a lot of space. That's a lot of space. I mean, it's a ton. <laughs> That's tons. Uh, yeah. All, all the same, we are, um, and this is why I say right now it's 16. It's it's you know we. You could I, put 32 in this. You could. In fact, I mean, the the, the technology certainly could support larger. Sure. Uh, and so just we just chip. need to see. It's just it's just a little chip. Yeah. And, exactly. Um, so we're hoping that uh, they'll maybe consider. I mean, that said, even if you had 32 in there, who would use that though? Just for not, text. You I mean, are in not, Word yeah. and PDF documents. For the sort of documents we're going to work with, I 
I think people are going to be hard pressed. I really. mean, you, you could put the Bible and all kinds of other things on here and not even come close. So we have a, uh, you know, a, we've been speaking to people from, you know, from the National Library Service, right? So you could actually take their entire library and it would take eight gig. Really? So, so you know, <laughs> no, you think great. of how many books there are there yeah, and you can fit it stuff. all in half of this. Yeah, that's great uh, stuff. That's a lot of space. Yeah, that's, that's uh, good stuff. And, and, of course, I would remind folks that you've got the extended storage by just plugging in a USB stick. Exactly. And bear in mind, some of those sticks aren't longer than a thumbnail. I mean, they really no, can be tiny. very tiny. Yes. Just plug one of those in if you want that additional storage and just access it through the file manager. Okay, so that's right. So it basically it just extends the storage then? Precisely. Okay, does it become a drive letter or something in the device? It, or do um, you... What happens when you go into file manager, um, so you will either save to the flash disk, which is the internal storage, or you will save to the stick. That's what we, that's the, the term that comes up when there's a USB stick recognized in the device. Mm -hmm. Just go in there, you can establish folders inside the stick from Vario Ultra. Oh, great. Save to the folders um, and, and things of that nature. Now, some people have had Wi-Fi chips built into devices and then later in firmware updates enabled them. Do you potentially have that here? We do not. There, I can guarantee that there is no Wi-Fi chip on this board. Okay. Um, the, the device is very much designed with the idea that you are connecting to a device that has that capability. Got it. Okay. Uh, so you're not going to find an email client or an internet browser, right, browser inside or, here. Yeah. Uh, we we would go to Braille display mode, connect to an iPhone or an iPad or a okay. computer, and that's how we would uh, we would access that. Sort oh of no, that's fine. I was just curious if you know yes. this was something that was you know coming in a year or six months or right. something like no, that. I yeah. don't uh, I don't expect so. Okay. We, but you know things that you that your listeners can expect though is that uh, you know again I mentioned earlier that the, that the updates to this product are are free. You don't pay for a software update that right. we that we provide to you. We are working on other things. So we are, for example, working on a PowerPoint viewer right now that'll be coming out later this year, so that you can open a PowerPoint file oh, on this great. device in the in the note-taker mode, of course, and be reading it just like you could read an Excel file or a, or a Word file. So that'll be pretty big. How about Daisy? Well, you can open up Daisy text files, of course, uh, that are you know saved in a BRF. As far as a Daisy audio file, unlikely because again, there's no loudspeaker or ability to, to play audio on this Right, device. there's not even an earphone jack on no, this. No, there is not. And I mentioned right. that there are tones, so you know sometimes there's a little beep if you're doing something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's reboot. just an internal speaker. Uh, I something. just wanted to point out though, because there are beeps also if you connect to the device, you can also set that to vibration mode. So oh, okay, so for deafblind users. Silent, so a lot of you know a lot of our customers now you know tell us you know one of the things they like about it being a, you know an entirely braille device is it's it's very quiet the keyboard's very quiet you don't appreciate it in a hall this loud but it's very whisper quiet the braille cells are quiet as they're moving you know up and down through the lines so well, uh, having that vibration mode is helpful for that purpose well now Daisy you can you you can actually navigate by chapter and and uh, other elements with text as well. So, do you know if that will be coming in this Um That's a good question. I do know that uh, right now the device can move backwards and forwards by word, line, sentence, and paragraph and page. Okay. Um, and uh, if there is a chapter block, uh, that probably would have to be something they would add to it later on. I'm not aware of that being a feature right now. Okay, no problem. I was just curious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Because there are quite a bit number of, of books that are marked up like that. Right. You know, so that you can get to stuff rather quickly. Indeed. Yeah, like Bookshare, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perfect stuff. 
All right, well, David, wow, this has been fantastic and very thorough, and I really appreciate that. Can I give my contact info? Absolutely, that's what I was just so going to ask you if you could provide us some contact information. I'll be happy to. So, for anyone who would like more information, there's a couple of ways you can get it. Okay. The first way is you can go to our website. Uh, there's, there's two addresses I'm going to give you. The first is the main web address, which is www.baumusa.com, which is B-A-U-M for Baum, USA.com. The second one, if you want to go directly to the page for Vario Ultra, is to go to VarioUltra.com. So Vario Ultra is spelled V-A-R-I-O-U-L-T-R-A, VarioUltra.com. That'll take you right to the main page where you'll find an FAQ document. There are some videos there, actually. I've given also some video overviews of the product there. Uh, you will find technical specifications and a, and a better explanation. Well, not better, but certainly a thorough explanation yes. of the features. Well, I don't know. You've been pretty thorough, David. Well, I hope so. Yeah, you've been uh, great, actually. But if someone would like to speak to us, we're, we're always happy to speak to people by phone. So great. we have a toll-free number. It's 855-620-7985. And uh, you can um, reach us Monday through Friday, just regular business hours. We are in the Boston area, so we're East Coast time zone. Uh, though we do have staff on the West Coast. So, um, you know, we would love to hear from people. It would be great, to, great okay. to speak with them. Okay, so I have one more question. Yes. Because I had thought I had heard this somewhere, but I'm not sure. Are you allowing purchasers to, to buy this through the Bill Me Later Thank service? you for, uh, for bringing that up. That's a great point. I'm sorry for forget, forgetting it early. Yes. So we have um, become a, a kind of a PayPal uh, partner, as it were. And so that means, first of all, for those folks that would just like to pay with a credit card, they can do so securely using any major credit card through PayPal, so it's very secure. But they do have that bill me later uh, option, which uh, provides for six months interest-free financing. In fact, you don't even have to make payments during those six months. As long as you pay it off before those six months are up, you don't have any interest to pay. And that's an option when you're checking out on our web store. And uh, I've used it myself personally. It's a pretty straightforward um, process for getting approved. Oh, yeah. It takes I, about I, a minute. Yeah, I've used Bill Me Later myself as so, well. Yes, so, yes, it's, it's, it's a good option. You have to go through a credit check process and all that. Yeah, but, but that, that, again, is pretty straightforward. Yeah, it takes it's about like, two minutes. Yeah, I would say it's like last name, last four of your social, billing yeah, code. Billing, billing address. Yeah. yeah, I think they ask for your zip code of, uh, you know, where you where you live. and yep. um, Yeah, it's hardly anything. Yeah, it's really hardly yeah. anything. I, I mean, then I, after I that, filled up m many more complex forms for, you know, for sure. store applications like Walmart or something. Right. It's been worse than that. Exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's great stuff. Precisely, yeah. Yeah, that's right. very, very good. And so uh, when can people start ordering it? So w this is actually one of the things I want to point out. So actually, we are taking pre-orders right now. Uh, we will be shipping them this month. However... For anyone who orders in July, you don't have to pay us yet. We'll, we'll charge your uh, card or you, you can pay through PayPal once we're ready to ship. Uh, we're actually doing $100 off the prices that I gave before, plus free shipping. Oh, that's great. And it comes ground or overnight? So or? we ship it. So it's, it would be shipped by default by UPS ground. If, um, if someone's really keen and really can't wait for, uh, for it to arrive, we can certainly arrange to ship it with a more uh, expedient uh, method of shipment. But we do use UPS because that way we can give someone's email address and then that way you can be tracking it as it's, exactly. as it's making its way to you. Um, and I assume it's uh, protected as far as in shipping. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. In other words, if UPS were to you know, damage it in some way. Uh, for, right. And we haven't had that happen yet. We've, oh, we've been, we've been happy using wood, UPS right? for a year. We haven't lost a device. Oh, that's good. And uh, we've not had anything <laughs> damaged yet. So well, they really scare to, me sometimes. The, the products, you know, I mean, bear in mind they're coming from Germany. 
Yep. They are, you know, they come in a box that is well cocooned, and then the box is inside another box. It's almost like you know, three, uh, like three boxes or something. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's very well um, protected. Yeah. Um, but in any event, as I said, the device anyway is insured by us anyhow. Yep. So yep. Uh, you know, oh, well, and this looks like it's built really, really well. I mean, I think I didn't Baum actually develop the refresher braille. Yes. So actually, yeah. Baum um, makes a number of products that people don't know necessarily are Baum products. We actually have made uh, devices. I won't, I won't mention them by name per se, just to uh, you know, yeah, protect the but, innocent. Protect yes. the innocent. <laughs> but um, all the guilty, however that right. Works. Yeah. Well, there but, you go. Uh, but all I'm, joking aside, yes, yes. we've actually. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we, we have built braille displays and uh, video magnifiers for a number of organizations. APH certainly is perhaps one of the better known with the VizioBook uh, CCTV sure. that they sell for us and, uh, and of course the refresher braille as well. Yeah, well this just feels like the same kind of quality so if people are used to what the refresher braille feels like as far as its you know, build make, this, this definitely has that same level of quality if not even better. It's, Indeed. It's really something. You well, know. good. I'm, I'm yeah. really glad that you liked it. Great yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, David, thank you very, very hey, much. You're I, welcome, I really, David. really appreciate you. your time, and uh, this has been a real pleasure. Right. The pleasure's all mine. All Thanks right. again. And we'll uh, we'll catch up maybe when we get more firmware firmware updates. All right. From you, so sounds like a plan. All right. Thank, thank you. you very much. Bye. This is Jeff Bishop with ACB Radio. Good day, ACB Radio listeners, and I'm speaking with Jonathan Mosen. Jonathan, what is your title these days at Freedom Scientific. I'm the Director of Blindness Communications at Freedom Scientific these days. Well, that's awesome, because I know that you guys are one of the sponsors of the convention, and we wanted to have you on to find out what is going on these days at Freedom Scientific. Happy to do that, and as always, we're very proud to sponsor the ACB convention, so thanks for having me on ACB Radio, Tim. Is there anything new in the in your Braille display department? Because I know you've been coming out with a lot of new displays over the last couple years. Yes, we've got the whole new generation of Focus Blue devices, and that includes the Focus 80 Blue, which is just amazing for serious power work, particularly in an office environment. And one of the things we can show you this year is a new feature that we added to the firmware of all of those rail displays, and that's called Power 123. So we're often in a situation where you might be in the office and you're working with the Braille display and it's connected to your computer with the USB port, and then you get a text message. And, you know, maybe it's frowned upon to check the text messages when you're in the office. You can actually just flip by pressing the power button and then dots one, two, three to your Bluetooth connected device. So it might be your iPhone. You can quickly flip with that command to your iPhone and control it from the focus. Check your text message. Reply in contracted Braille. So you've dealt with it. Then you push power one, two, three again, and you're instantly back where you left off with the USB and your computer. So it's a really slick feature, and that's available for free for all Focus models that are in the new generation that we released in 2012 and beyond. Can you tell us about any of the new features that may be coming out in JAWS 16? I know listeners are just waiting to hear about what Freedom Scientific is coming out next for JAWS. What I can tell you is that um, people need to be prepared for the fact that JAWS 16 will not be supporting Windows XP. As you know, Microsoft discontinued support for Windows XP earlier in the year, and it uh, makes it a whole lot easier for us to focus on current operating systems if we don't have to go all the way back to Windows XP and older technologies. So it's in your interest for a whole bunch of reasons, not the least of which is security, not to use 
Windows XP anymore. So just be aware of that. Uh, we will make the older versions, you know, the latest JAWS 15 available uh, on an ongoing basis if you do need a Windows XP capable version of JAWS. One of the big changes that we're making in JAWS 16 is that we're moving to a model where JAWS standard is being replaced with a new product called JAWS Home. And that's going to be available at the old JAWS standard price. And it's designed for people who are using JAWS for non-commercial use. And it's fully functional on all versions of JAWS. So in the past, you're JAWS standard would not work with the um, professional versions of Windows. There's no longer that distinction. And in fact, if you want to purchase the additional support for Citrix and remote desktop and run it on JAWS Home, you can now do that. And when you run JAWS 16, instead of the old familiar JAWS for Windows is ready, it's going to announce JAWS Home or JAWS Professional. That's a, quite a big change. There are a lot of things coming up. The one thing I will talk about is that we want to make it easier for people to tap into the power of JAWS because, in my opinion, there's just absolutely no question that JAWS does more things, has more functions, has more power than any other screen reader. But how do you get to all of those features and remember all the commands? So we've introduced a really cool feature into JAWS 16 where you can bring up a page and you can type part of a string of text that would describe the feature that you're looking for. Um, so you might want to type in link or, or something like that. And when you do that, you'll get a series of search results on the page that match your search. And you can go through and review those commands. If you have a Braille display connected, it'll also show you any Braille command available for the function. If you don't, it won't. So it's very smart. And you can either just, okay, memorize the keystroke and go back, or you can just press enter and activate the function. So if you know something's there, but you just can't remember where in the menu system or which manager it's in, now there's this one universal one-stop shop you can go to to get access to the JAWS command quickly, even if you don't know what it is. Oh, that's awesome, because I, I know a couple of years ago you tried to consolidate um, a lot of the JAWS commands into one manager or another, but even even then, it still sometimes is overwhelming if you don't use JAWS, say, on a regular basis, or you don't use it for everything to remember every single one of those little commands. Yes, it's been an ongoing work and project, and I guess culminating in this uh, amazing feature where everything is just searchable in the one place. And it's just an example of because there are so many blind people who are involved in the development of JAWS, you know, we really do care about getting to the features uh, that we want, you know, because we're users too. And so um, this is one of those things that we are sure is going to be a big benefit to everybody. JAWS 16 will be going into um, public beta at the usual time, sort of August, September timeframe. There is a lot more. I'm just dropping a couple of hints here, but th th there's a lot more to come. So we would encourage people to follow us on Twitter at Freedom Sci and also uh, on Facebook as well, like us there. We'll be updating via FSCast when JAWS 16 gets closer. There's a lot more to look forward to, I can promise you that. There's lots happening in the hopper. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for being on the program, and, and I'm sure people are going to be just lining up at Freedom Scientific's booth to check out all this new stuff. It's an absolute pleasure, and uh, keep up the great coverage with ACB Radio. Main menu. Hello everyone, this is Jeff Bishop and I'm here at the Verizon booth and I'm talking with Stephen. Hello Stephen. Hi. Hi there. So, you guys have some pretty exciting announcements that you've made here at the convention. That's correct. Yeah, what's going on? So we're working on a technology that is available on all Android devices through Verizon. The technology is called VelaSense and it's assistive 
technology to take all the functionalities of an Android-based phone and, and allow for a far greater accessibility. Indeed, it also combines computer vision, social networking, and five gigabytes of cloud, uh, personalized cloud for, for the users. Wow, that's pretty yeah. extensive. Yes. Tell me more. So the company is called Vices Technology. This is my eighth company, and V-I-S-U-S-T-E-C-H.com. Okay. And we noted that there was a, a severe need in the visually impaired community. I've been working for the visually impaired in various medical devices and other areas. And clearly within accessibility, there are existing, there is an existing phone that's out there and there are, there are existing groups, but in far, as far as combining everything into one comprehensive technology, a suite of applications that you can easily navigate and get through, uh, there was nothing really available, and that's what VelaSense is about. Okay, so now this sits on top of Android then? It does, it sits on top of Android. It is easily uh, activated through Google Play, so you download it as a, a, a full application suite. Okay. And you can move between the VelaSense window and the native window. It works directly through TalkBack, so it has all the granularity and all the features that TalkBack has. Okay. And uh, therefore, every every gesture that you would uh, be seeking in um, in the comfort level of being able to navigate, you can implement that as readily as anywhere else. Oh, great. Okay. And how much is it in the App Store? So it's in the App Store. It's fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents per yeah. month, and it's a it's a subscription basis through Verizon. Oh, all right. And okay. So is that per month? Per month, and it will. It comes again with a, a personalized cloud. There is a, a ability to sync all of your calendar and your contacts and your uh, your database of images, share your images, and and the like. Okay. If you're an AT&T customer, for example, would, could you subscribe to that service? Well, we haven't made it available uh, as of yet. More uh, broadly on the offering, it's it's strictly through Verizon at this juncture. Okay, no, that's fine. Yes. Okay, and how are you spelling the product just to make sure people can get to it? The correctly? product is called VelaSense. V E L A S E N S E. Okay. Vela Got it. Okay. I, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that Correct. you know sometimes that's hard to find that stuff. Yes. <laughs> you know, true for iPhone as well as Android. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Great. And and where's that product heading in the future? Is that so you have we, plans for we're, it? We're continuing to work on on wearables and a, a big aspect that I didn't discuss that's that's also available on this is there's a there's a GPS and we have navigation and we have other things that we're working on implementing so that. Uh, users can be able to navigate freely through familiar and unfamiliar settings. Uh, we believe in a, in a strong element of independence, and there's a, a barcode reader. Uh, we have face detection, so you can uh, load up your database, personalized databases of faces. And oh, be able to John's walking that. toward me, yes, kind of yes, thing. exactly. Uh-huh, okay. Very good. Wow, you yeah. sounds very... Uh, very in depth there. It is. Yeah, very is. good. Very, very, very good. So it's fourteen ninety five per month. Fourteen ninety nine a month, uh -huh. and it's through Verizon. You basically download it uh, through the Google Play Store. It's available this fall. Oh, oh, it's not available yet. Uh, so it's uh, September October time frame is when it's. Okay. Available. Yes. All right. Great. And so, yeah. if people want more information, they can go to where? To our company website, which is vicestech.com. V i s u s 
T-E-C-H.com. Okay, and is there a phone number that people can call? Uh, there is, but I don't have it available. It's directly on the, on the website as well. Okay, that's yes. fine. That's great. Yeah. All right. Well, Stephen, thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Thank you very much yeah. as well, Jeff. This is Jeff Bishop with ACB Radio. Hi, I'm Chase Crispin, the executive producer of Main Menu. We are currently looking for listeners who are willing to review any type of accessible technology for us here on Main Menu. If you are interested in doing a review of a product that you own or an interview with its vendor, then please contact us and let us know what you're interested in doing. Before you begin to record a segment, it is important to contact us so that we can ensure that it hasn't already been covered on our program. To get in contact with us, please send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know what demonstration or interview you would like to do. Once you have completed your recording, please again send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know how we might get the file from you and if it will need any further editing. We can get files from you in any method such as SenseBase or Dropbox, any way that works for you. Once we receive your file, we will let you know when it will be aired on Main Menu. Presentations from our listeners are always interesting and well-received by the rest of the listeners, so if this interests you, please get in touch with us. Thank you for your interest, and we look forward to hearing from you on the show very soon. You're listening to Continuing Coverage on-site at the 2014 ACB Conference and Convention in fantastic Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Brian McKellen, and I'm here with Jeff Kramer. He is the Executive Director of Public Policy and Strategic Operations for Verizon. Verizon is a global leader who delivers innovative communications technology that improves the way its customers work, live, and play. Jeff joins us to talk about Verizon's accessible technology for the blind. Hi, Jeff. Hi, how are you doing today? Good, and you? I'm doing well, Brian. Thank you. So before we get into the subject of accessibility for Verizon products, tell us more about the company. Sure. Uh, Verizon Communications is a multinational uh, corporation uh, that prides ourselves in providing the best in communications technology to every customer every day. Uh, we work in, this, in the wireless and wireline space, and you can get our products throughout the country, certainly, on the wireless side and uh, in certain areas of the country on the wireline side. And We provide video, voice, and uh, internet services. What's your role as Executive Director of Public Policy and Strategic Operations for the company? Sure. I'm based in Washington, D.C., and I work in our essentially our government affairs office. And uh, my job is to advocate on behalf of Verizon, working with national organizations to promote our public policy agenda, but also to help other national organizations promote their agendas as well. And that's the relationship we have with the American Council for the Blind. We help whenever we can. If there's something on the Hill that's important to ACB, we can help them. Uh, we do, and vice versa. Additionally, I work kind of as our in-house person who works on accessibility issues for Verizon. So I work with our business people and our lawyers and make sure that not only do we comply with the laws and regulations, but that we promote and provide accessible products and services into the marketplace. Responsibility.verizon.com. That's Verizon's corporate responsibility website. 
That says the company embraces a set of universal design principles. What are these principles and how do they make all of Verizon's technology available to many numbers of users? The universal design principles are actually in, uh, we incorporated them into our, our everyday work file uh, over 20 years ago. Our former CEO thought, thought it was very important to do that. Uh, and in short, what they do is they say that everything that we do and everything that our vendors do has to be with an eye on accessibility. So we have checklists and things like that. So when someone's promoting a new product, and they have to go down the checklist and make sure, if possible, uh, that, that, that there's our accessibility features for those products. So in doing that, and then it moves up the ladder. So before things can move from phase one to phase two and on and on, it needs to have met uh, the requirements that we've placed on these product managers to come up with something. And the important thing is that we require our out, outside vendors to work with, because again, we don't manufacture a whole lot of stuff. So when we work with handset manufacturers and people like that, uh, set-top box people, that we need to, they need to make sure that the product is accessible if at all possible. Now, I understand that Verizon's launching the next generation of accessible products for the blind. They include the Tact 2 911 service, the Personal Emergency Response System, and the first-run audio-described movie service for Fios Cable TV customers. Tell us about these products and what Fios is. The products themselves, a text to 911 service, what this provides is it's more of a feature for the hearing impaired because what it does is, uh, but it's obviously something that anyone can use is in distress. And what it provides is that instead of calling 911 and saying, you know, this is my emergency, you can text to 911 and the providers, the, the um, emergency systems, uh, will be able to get the, no the note and be able to respond accordingly to the location where you are at. And uh, it's, it's coming national in scope now, but Verizon was the first to come, out, come up with a solution that the FCC, Federal Communications Commission, embraced over a year ago. And since then, we've begun to roll it out, and other companies have filed, uh, followed suit. So that will, will hopefully, very in the very near future, we'll have a national network of the ability to use text to 911. Our personal emergency response system is sure response, and what that is is, and you know, if you've heard that I've fallen and I can't get up type of thing, it's a wireline service, so it goes with you, so it's not something where you have to be in a certain sphere within the house where it works. Anytime you're wearing it, uh, it'll work on a wireless signal so that you'll be able to be detected if you have any kinds of issues going forward. And it has some other features as well, but in short, that's what it does. Now, the Audio Described Movie Service for Fios Cable. What Fios is, and this is very, very important to the uh, ACB constituency, it, it, what we, uh, Fios TV is, is, our, is our television product, our cable television product. It, we compete in certain markets with Comcast, with Cablevision, with, uh, you know, we don't necessarily compete with Uverse, which is AT&T's product, but, you know, Cox, any of those cable systems that you're used to. Uh, and we have a cable service ourselves, and that's what Fios TV is. And uh, late last year, we rolled out the service working with a couple of movie studios to provide descriptive videos for first-run motion pictures. And in fact, Disney's one of the studios, so now if you're, if you're a you know, blind customer and you want to see Frozen, you can get a described video version, uh, which was not available before. And you, know, you, you pay for rental or purchase if you want to, the same price that anyone else would pay, but it's now available to you in the Fios TV library. And the library continues to expand, and it's getting more and more robust. And we're working with additional studios and hope that we'll have those additional studios online pretty soon as well. That's great. And there's technology that's accessible for everyone through Verizon. Messaging, with chat without talking, smartphone apps. There, There's also the text-only 
video relay messaging plans with the big button phones, and the two national service centers that are devoted to people with disabilities. Tell us about these products really quickly. Sure, really quickly. Well, the products, I won't go into detail on the products, but it, it just it shows the kind of line of products that we're, we're the fact that we keep our eye on making sure we have accessible products and services. And so, you know, if we can meet a demand, we're trying to do it as best we can. And that's just the, that's just a sample of some of the products. Our national service centers devoted to people with disabilities are the ones on the wireline side. We have one based in California and one in Massachusetts that serves the nation. And so you can call a certain number, and uh, they're very, you know, aware of issues that people with disabilities may have, and we can offer uh, products and services. We can also get them in touch with the state services that are available to people with disabilities, uh, and we'll work on all those kind of features and, you know, make, make accommodations if necessary for people. And soon, later in just a few months, we'll actually be introducing our wireless calling center for people with disabilities, which, again, the first one, first two are on the wireline side. This will be a national one on the wireless side, so we'll be able to take care of make sure all our customers who have a disability can be serviced. Great stuff. How can our listeners find more about Verizon and its accessible products and services? So the best way is to actually to get to our website. It's always the easiest way. You don't have to wait on hold for that. Uh, and that's uh, you know www.verizon.com. Um, and you can backslash accessibility, or if you open the page and go to the bottom, there's a tab for accessibility. And that'll run you through the whole product line and how best to get in touch with people and all of that information. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, except for the fact that we really value the relationship we have with the American Council for the Blind. Uh, it's an incredible staff, a great organization that, that uh, the members should be proud of. And uh, we look forward to working with them more and more in the future. Very good. Jeff, this information is going to encourage our listeners out there to subscribe to Verizon and enjoy the finest in video and phone services. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thank you very much, Brian. I'm Brian McCallan of ACB Radio, and you've been listening to my interview with Jeff Kramer of Verizon. Thank you for listening to part two of our coverage of the 2014 ACB Convention Exhibit Hall. We hope you enjoyed the show, and this is not all we have. We have interviews with many more vendors, so stay tuned to our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org for the rest of our convention coverage coming soon. We'd love to hear what you think. If you enjoyed the show, if there's any questions you have, any feedback you have at all about any of our convention coverage or anything else here at Main Menu, please let us know by sending us an email at mainmenu at acbradio.org. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you in our next convention coverage episode of ACB Radio's Main Menu.